Today, history is being rewritten. Today, history is being rewritten with atrocities being scrubbed due to the embarrassment of third parties. How? For example, children, they're not being exposed to the truth due to book burnings and book bans highlighting the truth about slavery and the crimes committed against minorities. The slave trade and the ramifications of all of those that are still present in today's society, whether you or I like it or not. Great African-American inventors, thinkers and scientists not being given the credit where it's due. As an African-American myself, I don't want a handout. I simply want myself, my people and my community to be on equal footing. When it comes to African-Americans, we all come from a sense of struggle and humility that sometimes goes misinterpreted and simply not understood. And even though many say that they understand, they never will. So today's podcast is my tribute to Black History Month. And I'm going to talk about eight black inventors. Let's get into it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, guys, so whenever you think about inventions, you think about modern day things. Think about computers, iPhones, telescopes, spaceships. That's what you think about. You think about the flashy things. But hey, everything that's a commodity item, everything that we utilize today had to come from somewhere. And guess what, guys? Guess what, guys? We've got some African-American inventors that really did their thing. So, of course, first and foremost, let me say this from the jump. Once again, happy, happy, happy Black History Month. And, and I'm going to go so far as to say this is not just a holiday just for African-Americans. It's for everyone to learn more about our culture that I'm very proud of and you and everyone else should be proud of too to have part of this United States, part of this American society. We are part and we're just as important as every other part. So this is all coming from an article from history.com. It will be referenced in the show notes. So let's get it going. So first and foremost, let's talk about Sarah Boone, an improved ironing board. So have you ever thought about that board, that table, that X design that you have to straighten out. It's folded up and you just you just use it. You just use it every day. You don't think about it. You just put it to use. But that, like I said, everything had to come from somewhere. Everything is literally an invention. And it's also something that's very it's very much overlooked. So 
She was one of the first black women in United States history to receive a patent, Sarah Boone. She expanded upon the original ironing board, which was essentially a horizontal wooden block originally patented in 1858 with Boone's 1892 additions. The board featured a narrower and curved design, making it easier to iron garments, particularly women's clothing. Her design would morph into the modern ironing board that we use today. Next up, the home security system. Guys, I'm a huge fan of home security, especially things that record locally. I love Eufy. I champion their products all the time. Eufy by Anchor. And, you know, just having that personal security when you're home alone or when you're heck, if you have a family, it doesn't matter. Having that personal security, especially when you leave and being able to monitor your home and make sure that things are okay while you're gone, it's vital. But who would have known that the traditional home security system was co-invented by Mary Van Britten Brown in 19. 66. So she actually invented a system that used a camera that could slide into and look through four peepholes in her front door. The camera's view would then appear on a monitor in her home so she could survey any potentially unwanted guests. And this all came from a need because she spent a lot of nights at home alone in Queens, Queens, New York, while her husband was away and she actually felt unsafe. Of course, there were high rates of crime in her neighborhood. So on top of that, the police, they were unreliable and unresponsive. Yeah. So she went out and she made something herself. Man, <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about Mr. Garrett Morgan, 1923. He made the thing that we sometimes hate to see turning red and the thing that we smash on an accelerator when it turns green. Yep, the three light traffic signal. He only had an elementary school education, but he came up with several significant inventions including an improved sewing machine and gas mask. However, one of his most influential inventions was the improved traffic light. Morgan's was one of the first three light systems that were invented in the 1920s, resulting in widespread adoption of the traffic lights we take for granted today. Unbelievable. Absolutely love it. Next up, refrigerated trucks and of course we rely on these things for our food systems think about it so you could thank mr frederick mckinley jones in 1940 so if your refrigerator has any produce from your local grocery store then you can credit this african-american inventor so he took out more than 60 patents throughout his life including a patent for the roof-mounted cooling system that's used to refrigerate goods on trucks during extended transportation in the mid-1930s. He received a patent for his invention in 1940 and co-founded the U.S. Thermo Control Company, later known as Thermo King. So guys, I hope that you're really enjoying this. And after this quick break, we're about to get to the other portion of this list. 
All right, so just taking a step back, we've walked through half of this list of the list of fantastic and amazing African-American inventors that we can take a look back on. My question to you is, did you know that African-Americans contribute to these things? Did you know that we contributed to these things? And the fact that there are items that are integral to society. It's amazing learning about these things. And it's just Black History Month. It just makes it makes me feel good because it kind of highlights my people in my culture, my people in my culture that's been demonized, my people in my culture that's been downtrodden even to this day. And the thing is, is if you're not a part of it, you don't understand, even though you say that you do, but you don't because you can't. And the fact that we have so many issues going on today still with race, with individuals to say that they don't see color. But then if a person of color moves in next door to them, it's a problem. Or the same people that say they understand this political issue, but then they vote for the other guy or gal. For the people that say, oh, I feel safe. But then they lock their doors when you walk past their car. Hello, person from Publix. Yeah. So (laughs) Black History Month is a great month. It allows us to reflect and realize where we are and that we are nowhere near close to where we need to be. But we can get there by having conversations like this, pieces of conversations like this, and knowing where the heck vital things in our society come from. So sit back and enjoy part number two. Oh, yeah. So we're back at it, guys. Part two. So, you know, you get you get tired of walking up flights of stairs, right? Right. Okay. everybody does. Everybody does. So normally you take what? An elevator. So did you know that Mr. Alexander Miles in 1887? Yeah. What did he contribute? Automatic elevator door. So let's just take a step back. So before automatic elevator doors people had to manually shut both the shaft and elevator doors before riding forgetting to do so led to multiple accidents as people fell down elevator shafts so as the story goes when the daughter of african-american inventor alexander miles almost fatally fell down the shaft he took it upon himself to develop a solution so In 1887, he took out a patent for a mechanism that automatically opens and closes elevator shaft doors, and his designs are largely reflected in elevators used today. There we go. Come on. (laughs) Come on, man. Next up, the electric microphone was co-invented by James E. West in 1964 in 1964 man there we go so even for those who aren't quick to pick up the mic during karaoke microphones are used every day to communicate over distances far and wide 
and the vast majority of microphones used today, including microphones used in phones like the one that I'm recording on, and cameras use a microphone co-invented by a black man. Dr. James E. West was tasked with creating a more sensitive and compact microphone while working at Bell Labs. Good old Bell Labs, kings of communication in 1960. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Along with his German colleague, West invented the full electric microphone, which was considerably less expensive to produce than the typically used condenser microphones. Two years after it was invented, the final model of the microphone was developed. In 1964, they patented the landmark invention. So the new microphone, a few years later, it was in wide production. It was being used in what? Hearing aids, tape recorders, most telephones, and baby monitors. Absolutely love it. We've got two more left, guys. This list has been incredibly enlightening to go through. The carbon light bulb filament was invented by Lewis Latimer in 1881. So the light bulb itself was perfected by Thomas Edison, but the innovation used to create longer lasting light bulbs with the carbon filament came from an African-American inventor, Lewis Latimer. So he was the son of formerly enslaved people. He began work in a patent law firm after serving in the military for the Union during the Civil War. Can you imagine in the 1800s serving a country that really didn't like you? Think about that. Think about that. Like we think about the Montgomery bus boycotts. We think about all of this other stuff dealing with Dr. King and Malcolm X. We think about all this stuff, which is more recent. But we don't think about these brothers and sisters who in the 1800s was inventing and wheeling and dealing back then. And you were literally dealing with individuals who literally a hundred years before were pulling your ancestors from Africa and making them build things, sow their crops. And then this, this young man fought in a war. How far have we come, yet how far we still have to go? So, Latimer, he was recognized for his talent during dra drafting patents and was promoted to head draftsman where he co-invented an improved bathroom for railroad trains. So his successes would garner him further attention from the U U.S. Electric Lighting Company, putting him at a company in direct competition with Edison in 1880. While there, Latimer had patented a new filament for the light bulb using carbon instead of more incendiary materials like bamboo that were com commonly used for filaments. The addition of the carbon filament increased the lifespan and practicality of light bulbs, which had previously died after just a few days. In 1884, he went on to work with Edison at the Edison Electric Light Company. Last but not least. And this is one that is very relevant to today. 
lots of us work office jobs. I'm a database guy. I'm a database guy. If you know me personally, I love my I love me some databases. SQL Server, PostgreSQL, Azure SQL DB, all the things. I love them all. They're all great. I love my shoeboxes that are for retrieving data and need to use other third-party things in order to extract them instead of using the database for absolutely everything, but that's another tangent. Computer screens, monitors, let's talk about it. The color IBM PC monitor and gigahertz chip were co-invented by Mark Dean. 1980 and 1989. So before flat screens and HD, LCD monitors were the norm. PC displays were limited to screens with no color that were tethered to computers with limited processing power. And due to black inventor and engineer Mark Dean, that all changed. He began working for IBM as a chief engineer in the early 80s, making up a team of 12 people who would develop the first IBM PC. In addition to helping create IBM's original machine in his early years with the company, he also worked to develop the color monitor that led the team that developed the first gigahertz processor. That massive chip built in 1999 would allow for higher processing rates at faster speeds within PCs and faster speeds and faster speeds because things only do what go up things only do what build on top of each other <sighs> let's take a step back guys this was a powerful episode to record it was something that i've been thinking about all month it was something that i put lots of research in it was something that i wanted to make sure i had nailed down and i wanted to find the proper source to read from i wanted to find the proper source to be able to elaborate on some of these things and i think that i gave that to you with this wonderful article from history.com guys it will be linked in the description below once again it is Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. But one thing to take away from here is that every day, not just the meager 20-something days that we get in February, but every day is Black History. Due to the fact that the United States, this country was built on the backs of slave labor. So all of you crazy people that are banning this and burning that <laughs> go ahead and ban and burn this podcast guys this has been dexter johnson black history episode 2022 and until next time share this podcast with a friend and i'll holler at you Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time. <laughs>